0: Welcome to Season 4 of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. Over the past three years, we've been featuring exciting guests, real conversations, and actions you can take to reach the biggest possible audience for your work. We'll continue that this season, and we're taking it up a notch as we seek to bring you cutting-edge insights not only about marketing, but about all aspects of your journey as an author. We can't wait to share everything you'll need to be successful in spreading your important work with the world. I'm Becky Robinson, your host for the Book Marketing Action Podcast. I'm also the founder and CEO of Weaving Influence, the author of Reach, Create the Biggest Possible Audience for Your Message, Book, or Cause, and a strategic book marketer, avid reader, runner, mom, and wife. Thank you for choosing to learn with me, and I hope you'll take action as a result of listening to this show. If you benefit from the show, please subscribe, rate, and review to help us reach more listeners. Also, be sure to visit weavinginfluence.com and click the blog tab to find all the notes and links for each show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. My name is Becky Robinson. I'm your host, and I am so thrilled today to be joined by Catherine Gregory of Modern Wisdom Press. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you so much, Becky. I'm glad to be here. Would you take just a moment, Catherine, before we get started to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your business?
1: Yes. Um, I am the co-founder and CEO of Modern Wisdom Press. We launched the company in 2019 um, with my partner, Nathan Joblin, and we came to this business out of my own experience publishing my first book. And it was unexpected, it wasn't really a planned business. Um, But what happened in the journey of writing my book really awakened me to many parallels in my own life. I um, have a journalism degree and a background as an editor. And then I had a life-changing event that led to my work in the world as a healer, um, working with women who are trying to conceive babies um, in the realm of holistic fertility. And so that was the topic of my book. And when I sat down to write my book a million times, (laughs) I um, was confronted with some parts of myself that were really resistant to stepping into the world as an author. And so I was able to apply, you know, many of the tools I use with my clients in um, overcoming obstacles, inner obstacles, especially subconscious beliefs and thoughts, um, fears, doubts, all of that to my own process of writing my book, which is how I finished my book so quickly. I wrote it in nine weeks. Once I figured out this is a mental game (laughs) more than anything, because I had the skills to write. Um, But yeah, I was stuck. And so that whole process of figuring out how to get my book into the world, including self-publishing, led to our business because I realized I learned so much about that entire process from writing to publishing um, that it could really streamline the process for many of my friends who wanted to write books and were asking how did you do that Um, so that's how the business was born and that's how we have evolved over the past few years is really focusing on uh, the first time book author who wants to typically they're entrepreneurs or leaders conscious leaders who are wanting to share their message and their expertise in the world through the pages of their book and many of them have an idea or they um, maybe even have started to write or have a manuscript and are ready to get their book into the world and so we really work with them as their partners in the book coaching and book you know writing as well as publishing process and so that's what modern wisdom press is about hopefully that was a a succinct way of, of sharing a bit of that.
0: Well, certainly so. And I want to follow up with a question about resistance and fear. Tell me a little bit more about either like the resistance and fear that you faced as a first time author or the resistance and fear that you see other first time authors experiencing.
1: Yes. Well, for me personally, it was about um, just showing up in a new way, like being seen as an expert on a topic, even though I had 15 years of expertise in in my field and I had a very high success rate with my um, patients, there was something in me that thought, you know, who am I? It was that classic imposter syndrome. Who am I to write a book on this topic? And for whatever reason, mine showed up more as procrastination. Like I would start and stop the writing process and had so many other things that were just you know, more important and and rose up on the to-do list, you know, over the book writing process that it became years, you know, in me writing this book, it was years of starting and stopping. And I realized like, I need help. (laughs) Like I I need to look myself in the mirror and see what's going on here. And many of our authors, it's a similar thing. It's either imposter syndrome or they have some doubt that um, they're not a writer. In fact, we've worked with several people who think they're not writers, and yet they're great speakers. And I'm always telling people, like, if you can really speak on your topic or your area of expertise, then you can write a book and we can help you do that. So, so many fears come up in every stage of the journey, really, not just the writing, but, you know, as you get closer and closer to launching and, and just showing up in a new way um, as a new version of yourself can bring up all kinds of self-doubt and fear.
0: So let's talk about what happens when you meet an author who wants to plan uh, to write a book. Um, What should those authors be thinking about as they pursue this goal of writing a book to support their business?
1: You know, it's such a great question. And it's a question that many authors don't think to ask themselves. (laughs) They just begin to write their book um, without a real plan. And so part of our process is really kind of um, zooming out to see the big picture, to understand your business goals, to understand, you know, what you want your book to do, how you want your book to serve your business and understanding the foundation of of the book as a potential, you know, launching pad for more creative offerings in your business. Many of our authors use their books and the content of their books for, you know, online programming, a digital course or online coaching program. Maybe they use it for a keynote speech or, or other signature talks. So, considering that, you know, the book can also help you increase revenue streams in your business and how that might
0: serve you really can inform how you write your book. And it should inform how you write your book. That's super helpful. So what about these authors who might get stuck in overthinking? What do you think causes authors to overthink as they plan their book projects?
1: Well, I think we're mental creatures in general. So we can get really in our head when we're thinking about our books because a book is, you know, we're engaging the brain to write our book and it can just become very easy to to begin to be so in our minds and in our heads that we forget to connect to our hearts and to our calling and to what's really pulling us to share our wisdom in the world. And so part of our process is just really helping to balance the heart and the mind, the intellect and the intuition, so that it can be a a holistic experience of of bringing your wisdom onto the page and also really connecting with your reader from the
0: heart. Uh, That's interesting. So I'm curious about how you help first-time authors get clear about who their ultimate reader is.
1: That is such an important um, piece of writing the right book for your business is really understanding, you know, who do you want to serve in your business? Who are those clients you want or who is that audience you're going to speak to and really helping define, you know, who is this ideal reader to receive your book? And so part of that process is knowing your business well, knowing that ideal client well, and really understanding the language they're using um, to talk about their current challenges or their current problems and understanding how to meet them by speaking that language right up front, especially on the marketing copy of your book or in the first chapter to really help your reader feel seen and understood.
0: So Catherine, I love that. And um, one of the things that's really showing up for me as you talk about You know, finding the right book for your business, I've met authors before and what they want is to write the book first and then have the book be the fuel that ignites their business. Mm
1: -hmm. So in that
0: world, if you're not sure what the business is going to become, how do you set about writing the right book for this business that you hope will emerge? Or have you seen that work? I have seen that work.
1: And it's amazing that, you know, in the right container, the right creative container, Organizing your expertise, your thoughts, your wisdom, your case studies, your stories, whatever it may be, organizing the content of your book can often be where you birth new creative ideas and offerings for your business. I've seen that happen many times where somebody's pivoting in their business or maybe they're starting a new business. Um, And the book content becomes the programming for the business. It becomes the 12-week coaching course, or it becomes the signature talk, or it becomes the digital course. So it is um, possible to let the book process then kind of create the revenue streams that are going to become your business.
0: That's really helpful. Um, So you mentioned a, a few moments ago the importance of this inner wisdom and balancing the intellect and the heart. So I'm curious how you get authors into this space of being ready to allow their inner wisdom to emerge. The first step
1: is slowing down. And I think, you know, it's counterintuitive to our modern world and our busyness um, to really pause and slow down in your life and and many of, um, you know, there's different practices for slowing down that that we encourage our authors to do. I am a meditation instructor. And so a lot of our process with our authors is guided meditations and visualizations, journaling prompts to really help them go inward, to really access their own inner wisdom. Many people, you know, do other methods for slowing down. Maybe it's just being in nature or it's cooking or it's something else away from the computer, away from writing to really tap into that creative flow. So there's many ways to access, you know, that more, you know, that inner wisdom that resides in all of us. And it's, you know, our intuition is our inner wisdom. And so it's a matter of really slowing down enough to be able to hear that voice, hear that inner voice.
0: Yeah. Slowing down is definitely challenging for some people. You and I, before we started recording, even talked about, you know, the craziness of the day and then making space for a conversation like this. And we have to slow down to do this too.
1: We do. I have my little candle on my desk and I take some breaths, consciously slowing down as I pause and transition between all the calls of the day. So it's important.
0: So how can having a beginner's mind help an author as they start to envision the right book for their business?
1: I think a beginner's mind is so important because oftentimes we have, you know, we come into the book idea process and think that, you know, it's going to look this way. This is how I want it to be. And, and, um, or I want to sell this many copies or I want to be on Oprah's couch or whatever it is. And, and, and all those things are fine and good. But when we especially if you've already started a manuscript or you might have a first draft of your manuscript, it's really great to like consider these questions like, is this serving my goals? Is, what are my goals, first of all? Like, have you sat down and really journaled about like, the vision you have for your business and your book and how they might serve each other? Um, and, and then just really having that you know, clarity to, to take the right next step just the the right next step. And and the right next step is where the potential lies without, you know, staying open to being surprised that there may be another direction to go in, or there may be a new story to tell that you didn't think about telling. Um, Beginner's mind really matters and it makes the book more engaging and creative.
0: So we've been talking a lot about this idea of the right book to support their business. And I want to just kind of pivot for a minute and think about marketing. so from a marketing perspective, I always advise clients that they want to have a bigger picture goal than just selling books, because as we all know, selling books is hard and also selling books doesn't necessarily lead to money. So if you have a bigger picture business goal associated with your book, then those revenue streams that come as a result of having the book are what help to make up the investment that you're making in the book. So what? how do you evaluate whether or not the book idea that one of your authors brings you is the right? book for their business? It's
1: a partnership and they figure that out once they come into the process of our coaching program. Um, you know, the, just understanding the goals, like understanding the way your business currently works or where you want it to go, like really thinking in those terms can help you position yourself in the book as the expert that you need to position yourself as in order to be able to sell those programs or book keynote talks or whatever your goals may be.
0: Super. So I want to go back to your story because I found it so compelling. You mentioned that you had resistance and fear and that would play itself out in procrastination. And so when you said that, it kind of resonated with me because, you know, from 2010 or 11, when I started in this world, I wanted to write a book and my book didn't come out until 2022. And so as you were mentioning, like the slowing down, um, like how how do you balance that, that the book will show up when it's supposed to show up or, you know, the intuition of like this might not be the right time. So how can you tell the difference between like the procrastinating that might get in the way of us coming to the world with our best ideas at the right time and then kind of this intuition of like it's not the right time yet?
1: It's so tricky because sometimes that voice, it's not the right time yet, is actually fear. And it can sound really rational and really reasonable. And it's a matter of really discerning your intuition, the voice of your intuition or your higher self, if you want to even say that, versus the voice of fear. And so a lot of our process is really about helping distinguish those two different voices and how they play in your head and what they sound like so that you can trust your inner wisdom and can trust that it is the right time. And I will share a personal story about my experience um, of putting it off and starting it and stopping it for years and years. Um, One morning I woke up literally from a dream in bed where I had been holding my book in my dream, in my hands. And I saw the cover and I saw the beautiful cover, like the title and the colors, and it felt so real. It was in my hand. And the voice I heard was my intuitive voice that I know very well, but it said now is the time. And I woke right up and I just remember that image like burned into my head of my book in my hands and the weight of it. And I thought before I stepped out of bed that day, I knew I was like, now is the time. Now is the time. And I, before the end of this year, will have my book done. And that was in January of 2018. And my book was, I wrote my last chapter on Mother's Day. And I remember at, you know, at the moment I wrote the last chapter of the book, I was like, these women, the women struggling with their fertility are struggling on this day on mother's day. They want to be mothers. I have to figure out how to get this book into their hands as soon as possible. And so that's why I chose self-publishing because I knew I would have control of that process and I could get it out sooner than later. And it turns out my first draft was published on Labor Day, and that was not planned. Um, it, it was the digital copy, not the first draft. I had it edited. It was the ebook that was published on Labor Day. And I thought, interesting, you know, Labor Day, like giving labor to your baby. And then it wasn't until nine months after that first chapter that I had the physical book in my hand. It took me that long to figure out how to get the right designers and all the things t- together that I needed to do to publish my hardcover of the book. Um, But it was literally nine months later. And that's when I was like, okay, these parallels between birthing a baby and birthing a book are so interesting. And it was kind of this aha, like the universe was guiding me in the next step of my work in the world. And I saw that I could help people in getting their books into the world. And I had the tools both the editing and the background in, in, in editing and writing versus, and the transformational work that I was doing with my clients. So really support author, authors in a unique kind of holistic way.
0: Well, I, I want to hear a bit more about transformation because I'm thinking about the amazing transformation that happened in you from these years of procrastinating to this moment of clarity that you experienced, and then your dedication to see that vision through to reality, and then now your willingness to partner with others who might be on a similar journey. So will you talk to me about what that transformation in the book writing process means to you and to your authors?
1: Yeah, I do think it's an inner journey. I think the process of writing and the process of publishing your book and stepping out as a published book author, as an expert on a topic, is a transformation that happens within you, the author. And I think it's often overlooked in many um, aspects of publishing and book coaching. You don't really see a lot of attention towards the inner journey that someone goes through as they're bringing their book into the world. And I see it time and time again, not only in myself, um, but in all of our authors who are willing to step up and write their books and show up in a new way in the world a massive transformation happens. And so to be willing to look at the book journey as part of your own personal growth and evolution is, is super important in my opinion. And it's such a gift to be able to go on that journey and, and see yourself you know, as a changed new person at the end of it.
0: Wow, that is so powerful, and listeners, I hope that you are leaning in and slowing down as you listen to today's conversation with Catherine Gregory, and um, I know I'm going to be thinking about some of your wisdom for a long time, particularly that story that you shared that was so powerful about waking up with this vision of your book. Uh, So for those of you who are longtime listeners of the Book Marketing Action Podcast, you know that at the end of every episode, what we do is we give you some action steps that you can take immediately to continue your journey as an author, whether writing or publishing or marketing your book. So Catherine, you mentioned before the call that you had a next step, a free resource that you had available for folks who may be really wanting to um, slow down and consider the right book for their business. Would you share that with us?
1: Yes. Um, this is a a link we can put in the show notes, but it's our jumpstart your book journey guided practice. And it is a guided visualization and journaling prompts to really help you access your own inner wisdom to access the vision you have for your book. And it's a creative process. And I love hearing people's experience of it because it's so magical to, to hear what people are visioning and seeing in this experience of, of being guided to access, you know, their book, to really meet their book on um, an inner journey. And so it's, it's a fun practice and it also can help you really define the goals that you have for your business as well. The ideal reader you have for your book. Um, And I think that's really an important, like we talked about this at the beginning of the conversation, but That would be a next action step that I recommend is really asking yourself the questions about your goals to really understand the vision you have. What is that vision that's calling you and what are those goals that you want for yourself
0: as an author, but also for your business and how the book might be able to serve those goals. Amazing. So two action steps from Catherine. Action step one is to find the free resource in the show notes, download it and explore it. And action step two is really to ask yourself some hard questions about what are the goals that you have for your book and who's your ideal reader and what are the outcomes that you want to achieve with your book for your business. So Catherine, I always love to let our listeners know how they can stay connected to our guests. So what are the best ways for people to get to know you?
1: You can find us on the web at modernwisdompress.com. That's our web, website. And we have a LinkedIn page as well, Modern
0: Wisdom Press on LinkedIn and Instagram. Perfect. So I hope that you will check out Modern Wisdom Press. Catherine, I'm so glad that I had the chance to meet you and Nathan uh, through an author that we're both serving, and I look forward to our continued connection. For those of you listening to the Book Marketing Action Podcast, we are nearing the end of season four, and I'm always open to your suggestions and ideas for our upcoming season in 2024. So if you have any comments, suggestions, Uh, guest recommendations, topics that you'd like to see us cover on the Book Marketing Action Podcast next year, please send me a note. I'm Becky at WeavingInfluence.com. Take care. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Book Marketing Action Podcast. If you haven't already, I hope you'll buy a copy of my new book, Reach, Create the Biggest Possible Audience for Your Message, Book, or Cause. When you buy the book, you'll unlock a free course of REACH resources with more than 50 additional learning resources available exclusively for those who buy the book. Find out more and find links to buy the book at beckyrobinson.com forward slash book. If you've already read the book, I'd appreciate an Amazon review. Thanks.